Got it. Jake, after a flurry of emails between us, here we are uh, in <laughs> the UK and uh, Australia. Um, thank you for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Oh, likewise, mate. It's it's actually very warm here. It's probably thirty degrees Celsius, but it's oh, uh, that's just disgusting. You got, you got the pros and the, you got you got fruits that come with that. So <laughs> I bet you have. I bet you have. Wow. Um, <laughs> so tell me, Jake. Tell me uh, why we're here. Um, tell me the process you went through, um, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah. No. Oh, awesome. Well, most recently did my case. And I essentially, I was born early. I had a, uh, a ruptured appendix at the age of just over a year. So 15 months of age. And so I've lived an entire life without that lymph node, without an appendix. And uh, always had teeth issues, always felt not like I was welcome in the world. My mum actually said, I, I made a comment one, one time when I was about four, that I was really happy to be here. And she thought, oh, that's great. He's happy to be on the trampoline or whatever. But meaning like, and I said, no, no, I'm happy to be on this planet was the words I used. And wow. so there's always been like this strange relationship between myself not wanting to be on the planet. It's almost like the physical body was like, I don't want to be here, but I needed to stay. And then all through my uh, te like teenage years, late teenage years, mid-teenage years, I always had health issues that were sort of passive, but getting worse procedurally. And I'd always been attracted to something alternative, but nothing really... Uh, nothing really rang true too much. I, I always saw there was not like a genuine, a genuine person or ge genuine truth behind what I was hearing. And somehow my brother found this old Dr. Morse video. I think it was called cancer, the raw truth that's since been removed from memory. And uh, I watched that and thought, man, there's something to this dude. There's something going on. And uh, I'd always been a little bit more different, spent a lot of time alone playing dress ups outside. I was a Jedi or a pirate and when Morse would talk about the alone state, I would think, I know what that's like. I know what that is. And I'm not, I, don't, I no longer feel weird. I no longer feel that this is, I'm an outcast in like trying to find groups of friends that don't quite, things don't click uh, in and amongst just living without an appendix. And then that was when I discovered Morse, that was, I was 18. So nearly, nearly 10 years ago. And uh, I sort of dibble dabbled, sat on the fence for for a while, as you know, more says when you sit on the fence a little too long, you'll get get caught up in the barbed wire, <laughs> and uh, and so I, I I changed to like a vegan diet that didn't run too well, ran into health problems pretty quickly, a lot of lymphatically stagnating things, and as I learned more from Morse's videos, I had no idea if the school even existed. I had no idea that was a thing. Uh, I only really discovered the school maybe two years ago, um, not even. And it's, no, it would have been about a year and a half. And when I discovered the school, it was about a good month of contemplating, like, should I should I start? Should I learn? And, and that was the best decision I'd ever made because now I'm helping people and I've got a pretty firm understanding of what Morse teaches. And it, it, it's it's so humbling to not feel like, and not to feel lost anymore and to feel like I can help people in a way that is constructive and makes, uh, you know, helps with great change. And my mum though was really, I think the, the backbone for me getting myself well as she I was a very angry child, nearly killed my brother when I was 10. Uh, a lot of anger management problems. I actually have only recently they've started to heal up with, I'd always have 
like frown lines because when I was a kid, I was so stressed out. My face was always squinced up and and almost like I was being sucked on a lemon <laughs> and so much anger just in my in my being. And so long story short, pretty much from the time I was born up until now, it's just been a, a process of letting go of those layers of emotional uh, emotional stagnation, if you will, and then really just following the, the truth that I heard and what Robert taught. And then now here I am helping people. That's amazing. I, I, and I can't, you know, what astounds me, what you said that when you were four years old, that you're happy to be here. Oh man. Like it honestly, I, when I hear the words, my mum always gets teary about it because she obviously has the memory of, of me being a child in a, a coma for seven to eight days, the doctors and hospitals doing tests on me without her consent uh you know i have a very high pain tolerance almost too high where things could happen to me and i wouldn't really be aware of them and mum's always put that down to that they did all these tests on me when i was a baby that were horrific and and so whenever she, she goes back to that part of her life she always gets very emotional about it and i still to this day if i'm in a hospital i will get sweaty hands my heart rate will shoot through the roof and so my i remember that and I think that's another layer of when, when you go, there's something not working here. This, this isn't, this isn't a healing place. What, what is the healing place? Like traditional true naturopathy where you can, you can have like an iris reading is like the most amazing cat scan you'll ever have. And yet nothing happens, <laughs> you know, true. Uh, it's exactly. And it's, man, it's, it's been a real, it's real, been a real journey. And it, the social dynamics have been a challenge too, you know, like, being young and with friends and not being judgmental on them saying like i need to do something else this isn't fulfilling me it's there's a whole package comes along with it of course but it's yeah it's been been a real bumper bumper ride for sure <laughs> so so that never changed so when you were going to school you felt different the whole time there was never yeah. was, there, was there ever a moment where you felt like okay oh, i'm fitting in for a bit i'm you know did you have a group of friends around you that yeah was supporting well, you know what it's it's funny i always I was always quite popular comparative to my brother, which always made me feel sad. I never understood why people wouldn't want to be friends with more sensitive people. And I was, I've always been a very sensitive kid, very, I could cry very easily, very, even though I was quite popular and eccentric, I was actually very like inward and, and, and sensitive. So people would think I was just an eccentric loud kid, but it was more just a character I was putting on because I never felt I've never, the only time I felt myself was when I was pretending I was a pirate or a knight by myself out in the bush somewhere, <laughs> uh, or just literally by myself playing with a stick somewhere. That were the only times really. And uh, other than that, it was, it's almost like there are glimpses. You get glimpses in those moments of being alone or being with people. And you, there's almost like the glimpses come in and it's like, the, how do I navigate through this chaotic moment to come out the other end and yeah there's a lot of going back there's definitely a lot of going back to those groups and going back over the years and uh you know most people my age 26 years young aren't doing what i'm doing i don't that even my friends that i have now that do completely different things to me we get on great because we play board games or whatever we socialize in another way not in the way that other people are like partying or whatever else <laughs> yeah and so, so I guess you had an extreme, um, how do I put it? You, a lot of people when that they have their different, uh, I don't know, different faces, different personality. You have, mm. um, you have your persona when you're at work, you have your persona when you go to a restaurant and you're the customer, you know, the role you're playing, right. 
And mm, so we have mm. these different roles that we play. But for you, it sounds like it was more extreme than that. Yeah, like definitely. That's actually probably the best way to put it, Marco, that I always felt I was playing a role, even up until my mid to early, early mid-20s. And it was only maybe three years ago that I said to mom, I said, I've never felt, even to this day, I've never felt like I belong. But when I listen to people like Robert, when I listen to people, when I read books like Arnold Error and these things, there's something in the words and in this, it's like there's truth behind it. And I'm like, how do I do that? And, I ne- and that's another thing. I never had self-confidence. There was never a thing I ever had, no matter what I did. Even if I was good at it, I would never allow myself to know that I was good at it. I would think, oh, that's a bit egocentric. But it's like, no, maybe you are good at helping people. Maybe you are good at playing the guitar. Maybe you are good at doing this and and having the confidence to move through that and not hide behind or be att- attached to another persona. And I used, I think music does, uh, music and movies can have this effect on people. I know it did for me where I would listen to a song or I would watch a movie and because I had no purpose in my life i would see what was going on in the movie or hear what was going on in the song and i would want that and i would just attach onto that and then when it didn't change anything i would let go and then it would be something new again and then it was always something else it was like yeah, grab, grab, grab. well that's 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 um in in some ways that's like consumerism now isn't it right people are buying stuff and, and yeah limited edition this and and now we're oh, we're like in it we're yeah. inundated we're we're drowning in I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I remember a time when you couldn't, I don't know, TV shows, you, you waited a week for the next episode or something because that's what you did and there was no other choice mm. in you. And now you can have everything all the time. And oh, now man. we have this thing called binge watching and it's just like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's strange. So, oh, well, it's not strange. It's a distraction, I guess. I guess it's a distraction. Yeah. nothing strange about it um tell me was there so were these different roles you were playing was there anybody in your life was it maybe your mum that you were actually your true self with oh yeah definitely my mom i never grew up with a dad uh they split up when i was young and he, he works in film work in new zealand different country and he he's we that was never really a thing where it really just had a mom like i never call my dad dad call him by his first name so we've always had just a mother always there and she was always always put us first like it would, she would never put a boyfriend first she'd never put any it was always us and she yeah she is the backbone for my change really and wow. she she's the one that got me out of my coma she had a homeopathic remedy that woke me up out of my coma and her brother was there to witness it and he still denies it even though he saw it i was blue it was like i was a purple blue blob on the table with cords coming into me and uh yeah and that and they and and yeah so she and and she also did some really amazing uh healing work with me when i was a a kid but unconsciously i i grew up going to a steiner school they're they're over in the uk they're like an alternative education system like yeah you 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 know about it and people that don't know about it like rudolf steiner created like a more natural like you you don't really get to choose certain things you got to do a bit of everything and and so that was my mom already from when she had us as kids, she said, I don't want them in this mainstream system. I want something that's got a little bit more substance to it. So that of course also was very helpful because the teachers are really supportive there though. I did hate school for most of primary school, but then when I got into high school, I started loving it. Uh, and then, but then the confidence of skin problems and things like that, that didn't help, you know, being a teenager, hormonal changes that 
that's not fun. And seeing like my brother had it worse than me. So I even felt more for him. And, and just back, actually, I wanted to swing around to this from before. When it came to my friends, I often had the friends were often the weird introverted people, like the ones that were less popular, maybe more artsy, more musically oriented that didn't really want to talk to anyone. And uh, and then all the alpha people would 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 sort of look at me weird and go, you could be hanging with us. And I would think, but I don't I don't want to be doing that. I don't see why would you why would you exclude someone else? And and then you go and have this sort of elite group or whatever. And I just I never rolled with that. And yeah, for a time I dipped my toes in some, you know, the, the gossipy high school thing that probably lasted a term, <laughs> a term of school. And I was done with that. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, so just, yeah. So tell me about your, I think something significant we're going to talk about is your diet. So before mm -hmm. you came across Dr. Morse, and I'd like to know how that happened, but before you came across mm -hmm. Dr. Morse, what, what were you eating? And did you, were you ever told there was a link between food and health? to the extent that because I, I i i've seen this weird psychotic thing going on in the mainstream for a long time on one hand they say food has got nothing to do with health you know no mm. no you know the you can tell that because when you go to a hospital with what they feed you i don't know what it's like in australia but here it's just like you it's don't the want same. to all oh, right <laughs> okay yeah yeah. So, so on one hand, they act like there isn't a, uh, a a link, but then sometimes they say that there is. So you, you don't really understand. I don't think they understand what they're saying. But so what no. what were you eating before? before? Well, just, just a little add on there, um, Marco. It's funny when people say food's got nothing to do with your health, you go, then why don't you send your kids to McDonald's every day then? Right. Like that's what some of my uncle, my uncle used to say, so feed your kid McDonald's every day. Oh, that's not good for you. So diet is a, is an issue. Is a concern for your health? Like it has a direct effect to it. So that exactly. It just proves that they're majorly confused. Oh man. Like dairy, dairy and grains. That were like my go-to, you know, I would skip dinner. I would, I would not want to eat. I love fruit. Actually. I did love fruit, but my mom was again, like most people in this alternative world, it was all too much sugar or um you know uh, grains are good eating a variety eating mass variety of legumes and whole raw milk and uh kefirs like kefir whatever it's called I don't, some people call it different things uh we had goat's milk for a time i remember and uh, uh what like carrot cakes with like organic wheat in it and these sort of things but i still had feelings for africa you know i had always needed feelings i had uh, you know teeth running from the inside then and then i had teeth running from the inside in my adult life that was really like the catalyst of like hey man you got to change this otherwise you're going to end up ha having to put all these fake teeth in and it's not you know if you can afford to do that <laughs> uh and so dairy was oh, pretty much from the word go really yogurt uh apparently they did starve me in hospital though so that was interesting always as a kid I, i'd always feel like i was missing out on on something like on food so i would always eat too much and that that's been hard to process i'm f finally through that which is wonderful but as a kid it was dairy grains cereals big time cereals but all organic of course like all this organic natural you go to the organic shop you spend 15 dollars on a box of cereal thinking it's good meanwhile mm, <laughs> not doing too well and yeah, that was pretty much up. And, and then when I went vegan, uh, I just pretty much, I thought, oh, that's the best diet ever. I'm now just going to eat as much potato as I want, as much pasta as I want, as much bread as I want. And all the, the, the digestion just depleted even more. And with no appendix, I wasn't aware of it at that time. 
I was aware watching Moss's videos, you know, people can regrow organs. Oh, how, how could that happen? Not understanding the, like what the state of the lymphatic system and so forth. And, and I thought, oh, hey, that'd be really cool. You know, but, oh, no, nah, that couldn't be me. And besides, Nutalex and pasta is really good. <laughs> so I was like, nah, not worth it. But it is so weird. Like, it's once you experience the difference, you're like, nah, I, I couldn't go back to that. <laughs> wow. And I get it. I get it. I get it. And, and veganism, I think I might have said before in another interview, uh, it's a funny mm. word because people... Well, I guess it's subjective for everybody, right? It's upset. It's it's you know people do it for many different reasons: health, for mm. animal welfare. But mm. the, the, there isn't a. It's actually the description is of what you don't eat, not what you do eat. So you could. Mm. It, it doesn't mean anything in terms of what diet it is, other other than the very very few ingredients. People say it's restrictive, but it's you're only taking out four or five. Yeah, it's like I mean, you're talking yeah, about meat and dairy, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, pre um, precisely. But the yeah, the people think it's restrictive. Obviously, have those ingredients as paramount in their in their diet. So you were eating that, and then how did you come across Doctor Morse? Well, yeah, so I I think the first like raw foodie kind of dude was Dan McDonald, who's known as like the life regenerator, whom you probably are aware of on on youtube absolutely it wasn't yeah absolutely yeah he's like and and i and he because he was just like outside barefoot no shirt drinking coconuts here look at this i'm just eating bananas with cilantro or whatever and uh and you just go dude there's something to this guy and i remember just so much energy in this dude and i just thought man this this makes perfect sense he's not he's not cooking his food and then i think morse's video was linked to me by my brother because my brother was watching Dan McDonald's videos and then it was a recommended, you know, on YouTube where it says similar videos. Right. And it was just like that classic picture of Morse just sitting there at his desk with a smile on his face with his hands animated and it's like, you know, mid-frame. And it's all like probably like 360p or 480p, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> grainy audio. And you and there's that part of you that's going, oh, this can't be legit. This can't be right. And then you listen to it and you go, this makes sense. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, that appeals to my common sense. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. No other species cooks their food before they eat it. Oh, yeah, of course. And then you go, well, can it be that simple? And then, and I think I gravitated to it so much more, especially compared to my family, because I, again, I spent so much time alone as a kid. So when you step back and st stop thinking so intellectually, truth can actually come in. And that's a big thing. Like just during the school, like I, I have four books of notes on level one because uh, I wanted to take a ton of notes and I go back to them all the time. And I'm so glad I did that, but often I'll pause and then just like sit with it and not try and like just focus in. And when I, and like, what does it mean by this or whatever, you know, you get so confused because you, you're not seeing the forest for the trees. Right. And that was like, when I watched that video from Morse and that was yeah, 28, not 2018, sorry, uh, when I was 18, which would have been 2014 or something like that. And then and then pretty much there's probably a pause where I still I would watch the videos. I would I would watch Dan's videos, I'd watch more of Robert's videos. And then and then it was sort of, yeah, you know, I'll have some more smoothies, but I'll chuck a lot of peanut butter in it. And then, you know, generic berries or whatever. And then, you know, and understanding now when your lymphatic system's so a mess, like it's no wonder I wanted so much more fat to try and like buffer my acidic condition. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, that was a huge addiction for me was the, was the peanut butter. But now the thought of peanut butter is, ugh. and uh, yeah, that would have been, that would have been going on for a, a wee while, actually, I'd say. And, but then I, but then I just started to see that, 
that's right. I used to say to my friends, oh, there's this guy, Dr. Robert Morse, you know, he's helping people with this, he's helping people with that. And they would say, yeah, right. Yeah, right. And then, and then when I discovered, like looked more into the websites and looked at the school and saw like, wow, this is like fully set up. This is obviously through the years. Uh, but I never could apply or really speak from my own experience, but I always, always wanted to, I experimented with mono over the last four years. I've experimented with mono grape eating, uh, grape juice. And I love that. It's still my favorite fruit to this day. It's just started here. Actually grapes have started back, which is, I'm, I'm like, yes, let's go, let's get into it. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so, but, but I'll talk about it, but I wouldn't live it. And there was that difference, you know, when you're not actually living it and, it, and really you feel different when you're living it and you go, well, I don't need breaks when I work or whatever. <laughs> no that's yeah, that that would be, yeah. sorry sorry go ahead no 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 i'm, I'm finished i'm rant over <laughs> no I, you're what you're saying is the same for many many people myself included you you talk mm. about it more than you do it but then you mm. go through phases right and the, the phases uh get the, the all the the gaps in between the phases get shorter and shorter um precisely yeah it's interesting and i, th I think dan mcdonald is the one person that put more people onto dr morse than anybody i know Oh, yeah, absolutely there, there, there's people from a certain um era and i said and it's odd because i came across dr morse about 12 years ago now through dan mm. mcdonald and but there, oh, no there, yeah there, there was people from a that it's I, I always smile when people say i got through him through through dan mcdonald because i thought good man dan <laughs> literally good man dan honestly it, it's so bizarre because i did I did a podcast just the other week with uh, Cheryl Lee, a holistic health podcast, I believe it's called. And we were talking about that because she had Dan on her show as well. And I think she said something similar about there's so many people that like Dan has led to, to the Morse world. And it's, it's, it, that that's like, you know, that's God's work right there, man. <laughs> like, and Dan's like, here you go. Like, Cause he's always got Morse's tinctures in his videos as well. And you'd see yeah. them and you'll be like, what? Oh, oh! I think that? the story goes that Nan convinced him to go on YouTube. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, I'll cool. have to find out if that's if that's true or not. But that's that's. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to burst the story that I've had in my head for all these years. Oh, yeah. not true, but I think it is true. I think that's uh, that's what happened. <laughs> but yeah, that yeah. cancer raw truth video was. Um, I, I believe we still we still have it, and if it's not on Doctor Moore's TV, it will be because we're slowly putting up all the videos on uh, Doctor yeah. Moore's TV, all the ones that we lost. Awesome. Um, but yeah, that's a classic, a classic video, and it's just an amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, I heard somebody once said to me that the the soul has a way of knowing when it hears the truth, and mm. and. Mm. Like me, as soon as I heard Dr. Morse within, I, I went through a time of my life when I was reading a lot of Buddhism and I yeah, read same. lots and lots mm -hmm. and I finished about every book I could get hold of. And then that's oh. when Dr. Morse um, was on my PC talking. And that, my first reaction was, oh, he's talking about Buddhism. Um, mm. But whatever, right? Whatever. Nonetheless, mm. I thought, I know what you're saying is the truth. Mm. and that's it it's, it's funny you say that marco because it's that, that that's exactly you've hit the nail on the head it's it's, it's, it's like there's an, there's an awareness in each of us that if allowed or maybe more developed in in one individual to another or if you allow it to come up you can actually you can it's, it's awareness really it's you can distinguish right from wrong you can dist distinguish truth uh like reality from fiction right and these things you know we live in a world now where 
proof is regard is in terms of analytical data that's broken down in a systematic way that's literally looking at this extremely physical uh regulated monitored thing and there's always a piece missing from that because you're not observing what's going on and that's you know i've had i've got people in some of the some of the detox groups that will talk to me and they'll ask questions like oh confirmation on this part from the school and, and i'll say honestly man like if you just literally just sit with it for a bit it, it'll literally piece itself so well and it's almost like I, I would almost call Morse's, uh, especially level one, uh, it's almost like a dance in a way. Like it's, it's, it's not, and it's the, it's the way I, 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 I love the way it's so like organically fits together because the way that, that when the, when truth comes in, it just sort of meanders and, and, and it's not like this square box that, you know, like, and then you feel it. And, and that's why I, I really love that when people, and I think people in this world are waking up to a lot of this, that's why you see regenerative healing is really going up. People are like, well, I'm sick of being misled. I'm sick of not finding answers. And when you hear that truth, follow it. Don't suppress it, actually follow it because you're not crazy. And I think there's a lot of people that may think that they may think, oh, well, that can't be. And they have doubt or whatever. And they, I want to see the broken down data of this or whatever. And it's like, well, do you really think truth is going to be, you know, pushed on to after a mcdonald's ad <laughs> you're not going to get it after it's true. a mcdonald's ad on the tv it's absolutely true and you've said something that's that's that close to my heart and that is um you haven't said the word empowerment but it's really it's a thing of it's a i don't know pet peeve thing of mine and that we our empowerment has been stripped from us we mm. now require or we and I say we collectively we require or we think mm. we need um I don't know a study um when when studies you know I get it I get it and I know it, mm. it might sound crazy to a lot of people but for when I did my um a few years ago I did a psychology degree and that one of the lecturers was amazing because he said if you ever write this proves a proves b he said you'll i'll fail you he said that every study needs to end with but more research is needed he used to say research breeds research which is true it's true he wasn't mm. lying about anything um mm. so a study doesn't prove anything a study mm. a study is a study on a hypothesis in a moment of time and for mm. every paper that someone waves and says no look this is the truth there's another bunch of studies that say the opposite and that's the mm. way it should be, but mm. and that's that's good, but that's mm. not. Uh, I'm wary when people say this is a study that proves because it can't mm. be, because mm. you know science is is a is a, a search for truth, but it's it's mm. interwoven with fashion, and I don't mean clothes. I mean what's fashionable at the moment. You know, in that yeah. time in history. Um, obviously money obviously corruption we've seen that i think more and more these last few years um, sure so you have to have your own awareness and you're right mm. in saying to people that say to you yes but yes but sit with it you shouldn't mm. you shouldn't you shouldn't trust anybody other than yourself mm. but yeah i think i said i know i said in another video we're we're when you look at it, when you step back, you'd be, um, if you were a visitor to this planet, you'd think, man, those humans are, they're, 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 they have, 
they're arguing about what they should eat. They argue about it, right? It's just it. Honestly, it. I was just saying it to my brother today uh, that the fact that we're even discussing it just shows how behind we are. Do you, do, like, do you see a cow in the paddock going, "Hey, buddy, like, you know, that grass is good, but I reckon you should munch, get up on that tree." because those leaves look better or like what th- that work for you. Nah, that's giving me major problems, man. Yeah, dude, I reckon you should go and eat bark now. Oh, yeah, that's what I've been doing. The bark diet's way. No, like there's no one that speaks just doing that. No, exactly. Right. It's, it's, it's crazy. The fact that we write books on it, we argue about it. And then, mm. but the, the other thing I think is interesting is that we're the only species that have, populated the world Mm. and we say things that are good we say we confuse ourselves because we say things like eat locally but then what's Mm. local if you're living somewhere where you're not supposed to be living Mm. you know it's like um um we we're essentially for 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 many of us not all of us for many of us we're we're like a polar bear that's now living in africa and we're living in a fridge (laughs) we've got because and it's true because our homes have got heating because even um, um, most of us that are lucky enough to have a home, it shelters us from the elements, but we still need yeah. that, you know, I don't know, 20 degrees, 21 degrees. And if we live yeah. in a hot area, we need air conditioning. So we're creating mm. this artificial environment telling, which, which is blatantly staring at us in the face and telling us we're not living where we're supposed to be living. Yeah. You know, you know, it's funny though, on top of that, Marco, is like, because it gets really hot here in Queensland. I'm, I'm on the Sunshine Coast and on the East Coast of Australia. And the average days here, low in the nighttime, it's lows of like 20, 20 to 24 Celsius. And during the day, it's maybe 30 to 35 Celsius with maybe 60% humidity. So it's pretty humid, uh, like pretty warm subtropical weather. And most people live in the aircon, right? And I just, I'll refuse. I'll be in the car with the windows down. Even if I get a bit sweaty and hot, the fact that I'm, I've changed my diet and I'm eating mostly fruit, I, I feel the heat less anyway. I'm much more, my temperature regulation is, even in winter, I'm way warmer. But it's funny, the word air, air conditioning, air con, like it's not real, it's a con. It is, absolutely. It's air con, it's conning you. It's like, no, it's not actually 32 to outside. It's actually 22.3 in your nice bougie vehicle, keeping you nice and It's true, it's true. It's so true, it's so true. Now, a lot of, you know, we can't do anything about that. We can't help mm. if we're living in, I don't know, Siberia or Tokyo, and that's where we were brought up, it, or England mm. or, or, or anywhere mm. else. It, you can't do anything about it, but you just have mm. to have an awareness of it. Mm. You have to Absolutely. have an awareness of it. As long as you're, you know, if, if you're the polar bear that's living in Africa in a fridge, you think, well, I know I'm not supposed to be here, but I'll, I'll do the best I can. Yeah. Um, Such a image. <laughs> so, so tell me then, so you, you changed your diet. You, um, you were, mm. uh, um dancing with different you know different fruits um sometimes putting your peanut butter in sometimes not at what point after you started to be more serious about that at what point did you notice a change in your health oh man uh pretty much was it overnight was it sudden yeah yeah pretty much the first few days like pretty yeah definitely the next day like the first thing just waking up uh, you wake up with way more energy. You don't feel like you're lethargic. And 
when, when Morse did do my case on his Q&A, though, he, I already had read my eyes and I was like, I just want to see what Morse finds in there. It was essentially what I found. <laughs> and that was that, yeah, very, very weak kidneys, still filtering, which is great. But I used to always wake up with like lower back pain, feeling really lethargic. And, uh, and it would always be, especially if I was eating uh, my beans and rice, which was like, you know, I was in fear of like not getting enough calories. And now if that were the case, I pretty much am on a calorie deficit 24 seven and I should have faded away to nothing by now. Uh, you know, it's the energy that's important in the food. And so that was hard. I was always over, still over eating for a time. Uh, so probably when I started really eating mostly fruits, actually was probably four years ago, I would do stints. So we actually, we actually went to fruit Haven eco village in Ecuador, which is like a raw vegan community in Ecuador. Oh, wow. And um, they're amazing. You can buy plots of land. They're really cool people. And I met a guy there, Kevin, who was a, like, he, he was raw, he was raw foodie, but he would go through stints of eating just oranges just mangoes whatever and then you would have nuts and seeds in winter or whatever sprouted but that dude i was like man this guy is like shining man i want, I want to be like him and we talked about more so i learned that's when i discovered arnold Aaron and professor spear's work and that was really cool and, and meeting people there and still have friends there from today that's when i started that was that was my first detox experience that's for sure <laughs> so two three days on papayas <laughs> that was enough to kick in the detox pretty hard and uh, get a good fever going and just draining and you know bowels cleaning out which was was a bit uncomfortable and i didn't really know anything then but they were all like no this is normal you know this is you know just ride through it and uh and so i started back then but then what happened is because i was still in this mind state of well i've got to eat enough i've got to make sure i'm getting enough calories i've got going to a chronometer and put that in like i need 10 bananas in my smoothie now and okay i, need, I now need another cup of dates in there and then, okay, well, maybe I'll, I'll still add some peanut butter. And then afterwards, oh, that's not enough because fruit doesn't have everything. So I'll now, I'll now go and eat uh, some black beans and rice. And then that's going to be good. So there's always like a big bulk of fruit and they'll have all of Morse's teas. Like I remember noticing when they changed the heel or formula, I wasn't happy. They, the, the formula like slightly changed, like the ratios changed. And I was like, no, I preferred the other taste. Like, <laughs> no, I know so, what you mean. I remember. Yeah. I got used to it. So I was having the teas. I got a few of the tinctures. didn't really know how to make a formula. I, I completely got the wrong. I remember I got the wrong, completely wrong amounts. So, uh, and, uh, but the healer tea was there, the bulk fruit. And that was just this sort of four year span. But then when the real change, when I really felt the real changes, when I started at the school and I just pretty much, when I started studying, which was last year, uh, over around September, I believe is when I started. Uh, for most of the time I was doing the studying, which I think I took a month or two to do it uh, for the level one. I was I was doing all fruit, mostly mono eating, and then some salads, some salads now and then. But I never really liked greens anyway, so it was most like fruit veg salads. And oh my god, just that experience alone, just to kick it off, I was like, well you know, I still had stints of eat, going and eating some other things for a period of time, but that pretty much stopped pretty quickly. Uh, and unless I reached an emotional thing of discomfort that I had to move through, that would be the, the trigger to go back to something a little less ideal, but just that this from no longer stuffing in food all the time, not adding peanut butter and, and not worrying about calories and, and just listening to this absorbing Morse's information and absorbing that and going, I don't need to worry about I don't need to worry about calories. I don't need to worry. And, and instantly felt better <laughs> and became stronger as well. So it was, it, it was like that. It was like that. Yeah. You, Even release, though I had, yeah. you release a lot of things, don't you? I remember watching oh, a video yeah. by um, 
years ago by a guy that called himself the raw food runner and i i i remember him saying i think you were doing a talk in a library that was videoed and he said people ask me where'd you get your protein where'd you get your protein and he said my answer mm. is i don't <laughs> brilliant and that was true <laughs> right i don't yeah. and he was yeah. talking about an amino acids and the rest of it yeah but yeah. you, you have to break through these this prison that you've you've you, you we've created i mean it's been fed mm. to it's been fed to us so we, we haven't created it but we have we live in a prison that we you mm. know you hit your head against yeah but but what about the calories like you said and what about protein and what about the um uh, you know does it contain enough and what about the pyramid yeah got to think about the, the pyramid that's been you know all this stuff and it's just a prison when you realize that you don't need any of it you don't mm. need to know any of it no yeah the same, the same way you when you walk down the street and you have a pharmaceutical drugstore, like aka a chemist, and then across the road is, a, is someone to fix your lower back pain, and then next to that is McDonald's. So it's like a little like triangle, and then it's like you don't need any of that either. And that's what's so crazy is like most virtually all these things are offerings that you do not need. Uh, you don't see like sure humans are different, and we've developed our ego differently. But you know you don't have these other other like nature is there with, is with all the answers and you just you the same way when you're sick you know we grew up that same thing even for a while when i would go through detox i'll try to eat you know because i think or oh, eat to get strong you know and anyone that's read johanna brand's book the grape cure is like that's the surest way to kill someone <laughs> just force feed them <laughs> and it's true but it's hard like as you said market like it, it's these these walls are thick and breaking through those uh it's hard and and, you, and really having the confidence that's why i had to saturate myself in uh in material that was compatible with where i wanted to go and, and i've been fortunate enough to have my own like garden business so i can be out in clients places planting natives and uh and listening to morse's podcast listen on podbean or on on the a podcast app and and then even putting some school lessons on to re-listen to those and, and absorbing them in a different way, things like that. Just to, if there was ever an element of doubt, I'll do that. Like most of the time I listen to Q and A's whenever you're running a Q and A, I'll be listening to it. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, it's, uh, that is such a helpful way to get through these conditionings because these conditioned states that we're in control us like crazily. They, 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 they are the leader, you know, they're the one driving your car. You're not driving the car yet. You're in the back somewhere looking in the corner. <laughs> true. It's very yeah. true. It's a good way to put it. That really is. Um, so where are you now then? Where are you now with your, your, how you say you're helping people and, but how do you feel? You feel, you feel like you've arrived in your health or do you still think there's more work to do? Oh man, there definitely is, but I don't know if I don't get pain in my mouth anymore. Uh, I used to, cause I had so much acidity in my head area that, uh, and when you look at my eyes, like very lymphatically stagnant, let definitely from birth since the, hence the ruptured appendix. Uh, but oh my God. Uh, yeah. I'll every day just better. Like I, I had one major healing crisis about a month ago. I think I was three or four days on mangoes mangoes were pumping out and i was like yeah let's go i never really had a healing crisis i've had pain in areas that are weak when you feel lymph moving the area healing itself uh but yeah i used to always get pain in my mouth uh that was a major issue like uh burning eyes when i would sweat like psoriasis on the scalp when i would sweat uh and i do dry skin brushing now to help my skin eliminate if my kidneys can't handle it 
And oh my God, I don't really get any rashes anymore. Great filtration. That's on top of that. I'm on a pebble protocol now of morses that I do now and then and, uh, and along with the diet. And I enjoy it so much more now too. You know, I enjoy, I, I look forward to every time I, I go to eat something because I used to, every meal I used to consume, and I think a lot of humans can share this experience, is we usually eat from a place of indulgence and discomfort. And then something I experienced during uh, a, a juice fast was that, oh my God, when I had old waste moving out, I literally experienced the emotions of that old mucoid plaque of what was a cheesy beanie burrito leaving my system. And I was had the mindset of when I was 18, 21, 23, smashing burritos to suppress my emotional discomfort. And I'm like, oh my God, for the first time ever, I'm actually consuming food out of pure enjoyment, not out of a place of discomfort. And it, it, I think, you know, most, I think Moore said this one time, he said, it's a real shame. Wasn't it a school, but he said, most people's experience of life is from a place of immense suffering and pain. And it doesn't need to be that way. And I thought, man, that has been me definitely in terms of my food yeah i didn't have major weight issues like other people and i never got put down for my looks like other people have that sort of hurt but i had hurt in another way and it's like you don't need to have that and and actually being able to experience that and go man i actually enjoy food from a place of immense enjoyment and thankfulness for this every mouthful is like a wonder uh, and you're not left feeling like you want to gorge yourself you know raw foods you it's very hard to gorge yourself on fruit good luck I'm just going to binge on, I'm going to binge on a, on a fruit meal. You're not going to do that. <laughs> yeah. And I need to, I need to say something because you, you, you did what I did. So obviously it must be right. And that's when you <laughs> did your level one, you said you wrote pages and pages of notes. So oh, I, man. I, yeah. anyone that's doing level one or, or level two or whatever, write your own notes because they will become your Bible, won't they? Oh, dude, man. Like I've got, I've got two here. I've got, I just got simplified ir iridology to help with that. You talked about it yep. the last Q and I'm like, I got to get that. I got it. And I'm, I, it's all like, it's a it's, great book. It's so cheap and small and it covers. It was, it was 12 Australian dollars and it's got like a nice little chart on the back. Yeah. Right. Honestly, man, like, and that's the thing with things being deleted, you want physical, you want physical copy items. You do. <laughs> that's you sure. do. Um, have you, have you yeah. seen the other book? The volume two, is it? Of this? The big, the big boy. Oh, yes, I have. There's one you I want to bid for in Australia. It's rare. It's a secondhand one. They're wanting like $400 for it. And I thought, yeah, the block, the blue cover. I think, yeah, big, big book. Yeah, yeah, I have it. I have it. Yeah. And, it, and it's it, an original. It, do you, it, for you and anyone else that comes across that book, if you're interested, make sure it has the inserts. There are some like perspex inserts with it and it okay. should come with it. They can't, they come out, they're not attached to it, but they come oh. with it. So, so make they sure. could slip out potentially. Absolutely. So they do come sure out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a good book. Yeah. Cause I saw there's two in Australia at the moment. Oh, there. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I think it's volume two, volume one. Cool. Volume one here talks more about detox in general. Mm. A lot of it is about detox. It's a good book too. They're all good. They're all good though. Anything by yeah. uh, uh, Jensen's good. Um, yeah, no. Jake, tell me about the future. Where are we going? Oh man. Um, well, uh, I've just, so I pretty much set my website up 
it was full functioning maybe three months ago and I've probably had maybe 30 clients already, maybe like maybe 30% of those have been ongoing with some pretty, pretty uh, severe cases and like stomach cancer and uh, inoperable tumors and so on that have just, just disappearing, which is amazing and, and great feedback from that. And I'm, I'm wanting to work on doing more like, uh, cause it, it really, the hardest thing that I hear from clients is the emotional side of things. Like I don't want to eat more sweet fruit <laughs> or like, this is really hard. And like, you don't need to all the time. Like we can, uh, little tricks we can use to come back down a bit. And, uh, yeah, that's really just trying to reach more and more people do podcasts, share my story, uh, and, and, and get, and get myself out there more. Cause I, I really feel I, I'm very active on Instagram. I, I do digestible short videos that I, I get constant positive feedback for where I can condense a, an area of healing in a, in a concise manner. And that people, unfortunately, you know, people have a very short attention span, but it's like, how can we get people to, to not just be scrolling, watching mindless stuff, and actually get something that's worthwhile it's going to help them and there's a lot of people suffering on these platforms and you see like Moss is doing that now with tiktok which is awesome because so many young people that need help there and, and old people too uh, there and so i'm sort of navigating that social media is a bit trickier you know using it as a tool and but it's been it's overwhelmingly positive so far and and uh and the, yeah the, the future really is just to keep keep helping as many people as i can and to hopefully even have maybe some uh, maybe some retreats in the future around here, a community. Uh, I want maybe some community things that maybe hiring a church or hiring a, a hall to do a, a talk, things like that help my immediate community. I think that's really important too. Uh, I think, you know, I know Morse used to do that a, a lot of times to just put up talks. Uh, that's not hard in your local area, but, and, uh, and soon I think maybe I'll be able to get rid of my, uh, and do this full time and, and not do my other work. Cause then I can fully like, I'm, I'm level two at the moment. I want to finish that. I want to, I'm just about to buy iridology with the, with the discount. I'm like, yeah, I've already taught myself with the free videos, but I'm like, now there's a discount. It's the universe saying, get it now. <laughs> um, so it's, it's, you know, like the book arrived yesterday, you know, so, uh, but the day before and, you know, it's just all so much to do, but it's so exciting and, and never ending. It's, it's, it's wonderful. So, yeah. Wow. Amazing. It, it's a, uh it's been an absolute pleasure talking with you it really has and no, i've loved it, every i've loved every second maybe um tell me uh, i'll put the links to your social media and your website in the description of the video um but what's your website called so yeah my my, my website is rawgenerate.com rawgenerate raw generate somehow it wasn't taken i do not know how how which was awesome so my instagram handles the same it's just it's just raw generate and there's a part on there about my story, like uh, studying at Morse's school. I've got an area on uh, a, a section on there on uh, why living foods, why fruits, because you know a lot of people again they they think fruit. What, what what's with that? Uh, why that doesn't make any sense. And uh, and then my my consult options like initial consult, uh, ongoing support, and then also I encourage people as well like with anything like how Morse started, you know. We're not, I'm not in this for the money. I'm here to help people. I'm helping people for free all the time, especially those that can't afford help. But if they can, then great. If they can't, also great. And, uh, you know, I get people messaging me, oh, can I message you? Is it okay to message you? And I go, of course. So what do you mean? 
like let's have a chat you can call me if you want to <laughs> uh you know help in any way i can and uh, so anyone listening like i i encourage that because I, I think i get emails from people that you can tell they're in a lot of fear and i won't hear back from them you know that you can tell they like can i really help myself or, and you can see behind the words that they that they write that you go, I wish I could have your number and have a conversation with you because it could make the difference between you committing to helping yourself and going down an avenue that you may regret. Yeah. Jake, come back and talk to me again. Yeah, definitely, man. I'm, I hope so. It's great. This has been awesome. Thank you. Listen, take care and uh, love to your brother, your mother, and love to you. Yeah, likewise, Marco. Much love. Thank you so take much. Care. You too. Bye. Bye.